0: iHeartMedia. Hey everybody, welcome to Sports Talk. One full hour of anything and everything you want to talk about in the world of sports. If you're in Dallas County, call us at 214-787-1190. Tarrant County, 817-787-1190. Now here they
1: are, a couple of guys we all know and love, the Kid and Coach Gary Rice. Guys, take it away.
0: And hello and welcome to another show as we wrap up another week. In October, yeah, o- October is almost over. November, just around the corner, means Halloween is not far away. In fact, it's about a week away, so we're looking forward to that. Welcome to the new show. A lot of stuff going on in the sports world, if you've been following. Cowboys having a big game today, needed it for sure, but we don't know what the future is. Ezekiel Elliott still playing. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. Normally we say hello at this time to the legendary Ben Martin, but he's off today. So that means my partner and good friend is going to have to play producer and co-anchor. Yeah, we're talking about, and this is why we call him the Wiz Kid because he's so damn smart. Here he is,
1: Shore. Mr. Shore, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Gary. How are you doing? I'm doing great, buddy. Have a good weekend. Oh, it was busy. We were out at the uh, It was the opening of the clubhouse at oh. Trinity Forest, finally done. Very nice. Uh, everyone will get to see it in May if you don't get to play out there beforehand. But I had a couple of the usuals out there. Hunter Carpenter, he's my main, really? he's my main man out there. And really? then uh, one of his uh, good friends, Mr. Robert Covington, was his partner this weekend. So we had a good, oh, what do we have? 18, uh, we had a... Good, about 45 holes together this weekend. Uh, Golf could have been a little better. (laughs) A little better, but you know what? It was still fun. It was still a fun time out there. The weather wasn't too bad either, No, the weather was great. Yeah. had some rain overnight today. A little strong north wind, a little chilly out there. But it was a good time out there with that.
0: Definitely fall weather, finally. For sure. Yeah, I know, about time. Let me tell you a little story before we get started on the show. Uh, I was at my uh, grandson's game, Uh, Eli. He's playing fall ball. He was out of Mansfield. Now, Mansfield's got a neat little... Park out there. I think I mentioned it on the show before, but they they have replicas of Major League parks, uh, like Wrigley Field, uh, the Fenway Park, even Arlington Stadium or when it was Arlington mm-hmm. Stadium. So he was playing out there. They made it to the semifinals. They were tied as time ran out, so they went into extra innings. And this is something I don't like. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, and you may be for little league baseball. Uh, used to in the day, you you know you'd play on until somebody would win. But now they got
1: different rules and they've got and they played the California rule. Have you heard about this? Is it oh I know the Olympic rule when you put a guy when you put someone on second to start the inning. Okay. This is the California
0: rule, and this is and tell me if you like this or not, because I don't. And we lost, but it's not for that reason, but I just don't like the way this is set up. The, the California rule that there's two of them. The one they used was bases loaded, one out, okay, and then the batter comes into play with no count. Well, we lost because the bases were loaded and a, a, a ground ball hit hard to the shortstop, bounces off his glove. Game's over. Yeah. They win because they were the home team anyway, so they they won the game. Now they had the Texas rule, which I I was talking to one of the umpires after the game. He was telling me about that one. And I think this one is a little more appropriate if you're going to use a this kind of ruling for an overtime game. Where in the Texas one, you got runners at first and second, and I believe you have a. Uh, Maybe a two-strike count or one-on-one count on the batter or something like that. But at least you've got you give you give the team get more people to bat, and of course give the other team a chance as well. So that seems a little more fair than bases loaded, you know, and one out and the batter with a clean slate. So I just don't
1: like those kind of rules. The only other rule, like I said, is the Olympic rule. I like that one. Yeah, runner on second, nobody out to start the inning. Like they do that in college softball. Yeah, they did that in the World Baseball Classic this year. Uh, but that was when the eleventh. That was uh, at the start of the eleventh inning, right? But it's interesting. Look, I if it's bases loaded, both teams get a chance. So yeah. So, but you got to score like three runs at least. At least, you yeah. Gotta, look, it puts the pressure on. That's an interesting. Well, and, you, and that's your an defense and, and your defensive strategy got to be.
0: You know, yeah. you, you got to bring your your yeah. infielders in pretty much too. It's interesting. Yeah, it is, and it makes for an interesting game. But congratulations to Eli. He pitched. And he pitched very well. And he also hit very well. He had a couple doubles in that game, so we were glad to see him play. And, unfortunately, he came up a little bit short getting into the finals. You know, it reminds me back in the day when I was playing off. We talked about this before, that in the old days, before overtime was brought in. This is back in the 70s and the '80s. 80s. You won games by penetrations, which is how many times you got inside the 20-yard line, which now everybody knows as the red zone. So if you got inside the 20, that was a penetration. If you're tied at the end of the game, if you had more penetrations than the other team – that's the way you would win the game. And believe it or not, Warren, that myth was even used in the playoffs in the championship game. That stinks.
1: I just thought, that's dumb. I think I said that's that horrible. Last year. Yeah, That's horrible. Yeah, you did. That's dumb. <laughs> that is, it's horrible. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's just stupid. Yeah,
0: that, that that was just horrible. So the overtime they have brought in definitely makes a difference. All right, let's talk about sports now, what's going on. A lot of things happening. What's the status on the Cowboy game real quick? It's over.
1: It's over? Yep. Final score? 40-10. to 10. Okay. Zeke had a – Three Huge touchdowns, yeah. two receiving. Had a seventy five yarder. So, yeah, uh, on a screen play. On a screen play. Then had a <laughs> yeah, tote up in the sidelines. He had like hundred and hundred and twenty rushing yards. Wow. Close to a hundred receiving yards. He's never had three rushing touchdowns in a game, though. That's amazing. They had a chance to give it to yeah, him. Yeah, they did. But they didn't. They took uh they just gave it up the middle to <laughs> to Dak. But yeah, Zeke had 147 rushing yards, 72 receiving yards, 26 carries. Wow. Pretty yeah. good day for him. Yeah,
0: and the, the offensive line looked better today. Uh, Prescott looked good today. Uh, he had some pressures, but he he uh, pretty much held it together and threw some nice passes. And um, some nice catches were made by receivers as well. And so it was, a, it was a good game for the Cowboys. When they needed, you know, despite the fact that the 49ers are – you know, haven't won a game and they've been close, this is one of the games they were not close in. But you never know with the Cowboys. You know, they've had problems in the past where teams there they were a team they should have beat and they end up, it ends up being a real close game or they end up losing. And a good thing, too, because one of the injuries that happened in the game was Bailey. Bailey hurt his – groin as he was practicing his kicks into the net so he was unable to kick the rest of the game so Heath had to take over the kicking duties. He made one extra point and he missed another one I think he missed the field goal too but at least he stepped in. Didn't do bad on the kickoffs but that's a big deal now because you're going to Washington
1: next week Warren and if Bailey still can't perform you're going to have to figure something out. Yeah you're going to have to put him on IR as the thing is to open up a roster spot for a kicker right? or you just uh, or you just i guess—roll with Jeff Heath for a week no, and hope you, you, you. No, you can't do hope that. you. Uh, yeah, hope you get lucky. Hey, look, I would not be opposed to that. You go for it on every fourth down in the end zone in the uh, Redskins half, anyways. Yeah, like you just—you make it four down territory. You can definitely change the play calling up. Absolutely. But I wonder how Chris Jones is the punter as the kicker. Obviously, he's not very good as a kicker. If they have a safety as the as the place kicker. I'm wondering though if they will try him out this week to find they out. They might, but yeah. they hope it's not serious cuz look, IR, you're out for 6 weeks and then you bring him back, you're going to waste your IR designation on a kicker when you could bring it on any other player on the team. Yeah. That's a big lo- that's I know I know. And we
0: make a lot of jokes about kickers. But he's really good. Like yes, I'm not trying to yeah, I'm not no, trying to no. say like he's yeah. bad
1: and but No, he's a make, very viable part
0: of the, th- yeah. this offense. Absolutely. You could use
1: this you could use this IR designation on someone else. Yeah. But, no, yeah, yeah it's so tough.
0: This, yeah, it's going to be a tough decision, and they, they don't have a lot of time to do it as they, the Redskins are coming up. And, of course, Zeke Elliott's still playing, and we'll talk about that in a little more detail a little bit later on. we got the uh, World Series set up. Tell you the truth, Warren, I was looking, I wanted, I'm I old school. I would, I would love to see the Dodgers and the Yankees. That
1: would have been my choice. Ugh. Anyway, look, people were saying that, the Yankees, these Yankees are likable. There's yeah. never anything likable about the Yankees. <laughs> Nothing. The only thing likable about the Yankees is when they lose. That's it. I'm serious. Like I don't understand. I don't understand how you can live anywhere outside of like a 60-mile radius of New York City. Yeah. Or Jersey. Yeah. And like the Yankees. Like, come on. I got friends here in yeah. Texas, yeah. never stepped foot in New York City, let alone live there. And they're like, oh, they're riding and dying with the Yankees. I'm like, where is the Rangers? Where is this? Like, come on. And then I hear people saying, oh, yeah, I'm one of those Astros Yankee fans. No, 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 no. <laughs> you have one team. You don't get to pick which you don't, you don't get to say, oh, I like the Astros. But when the Astros are bad, yeah. i like to, I'm a, I'm a big time Yankee fan. Oh, yeah. No, that's not how <laughs> fandom works. You get one team for each sport. There you you can say, okay, I enjoy watching this team play right. and be fine with them if they win. But Absolutely. No, no, it's not, oh, I'm one of these Astros Yankees fans.
0: Diehard. Yeah. Go get them, man. Yeah. Or like, oh yeah.
1: man, my two favorite teams are playing right now. Get out of here. <laughs> no, but I, you could, you could argue that the Astros and the Dodgers were the best teams in baseball. This- like. The Absolutely. Dodgers clearly the best team in baseball this year. Yeah. And the Astros uh if the Indians don't win 22 in a row, they probably get the one seed. If the Indians win right. 15 in a row, the Astros get the one seed. And who knows if they make the World Series then, cuz they'd probably play the Yankees in the wild card round. Who knows if they beat them. It's look, but these are probably the two two of the best teams in the Yeah in well, baseball and it, it's going to be a good series. And one of the attractions of this
0: is the pitching for oh, both for teams. Sure, yeah. I think that's going to be the major yeah. focus on on these on this matchup between the Astros and the Dodgers. Well, a, it, and you Darvish a lot of fans here Carson are going to be watching yeah. watching him. Well,
1: it's going to be a shame that uh Verlander and Kershaw aren't going to go like game 1. Yeah. But still Keiko and Kershaw is going to be good. You know when Keiko got beat the other day, I was thinking, you know what? I think the Astros may be done, but
0: Boy, made. you know I, I'm, I'm serious. You got to win. When a they ro- beat them, man. That yeah, and they had to. The Yankees
1: had to beat them to keep alive. Yeah, and you, they did. It. You have to think you got to win a road game to make the World Absolutely. Series. But the Astros didn't win a road game. They won all their home games, and the Yankees only won one road game all year, and that was the one to get them in the ALCS. But the Dodgers, they are looking like they are yeah. in June. They're and they manhandled the Cubs without their star shortstop that won Rookie of the Year last year. You're right, He's going to play, and he can at least DH, so that's a big gain for them back. And their lineup, it doesn't have a lot of big names after no, Justin don't. Turner and Puig and Bellinger, those three guys. But after that, like Chris Taylor, really good player that no one really talks about, and then it's just a bunch of like dudes that you're like, wow, these guys are doing it. I guess.
0: Yeah, and guys that just, yeah, exactly what you said. They do it, and they do it right, and, they, and they've been winning, and they, they dominated their division, and they continue now. So the World Series, it starts on Tuesday night. It's the Dodgers against the Astros. Dodgers will have, of course, the home field advantage. Because they had the best record, is that right? Yeah, they had the best yeah. record. Yeah. So that's where we go. All right, we'll come back. We're going to take a break. 787-1190. Put an 817-214 in front of that. If you want to join us and talk to about sports, anything you want to talk about, still a lot going on when uh, the basketball season opened this week, and it was a horror last week. It was a horrible start for some players, especially Gordon Haywood. We're talking about him and other things that's going on around sports. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Coach Gary, along with uh, Warren Shore, the whiz kid, Ben Martin, and the legendary Ben Martin is off today, so we give him a little day off. He deserves it every once in a while. Talking sports on a Sunday evening. Hope you're having a great Sunday. Hope you had a great week, and Hope you have a good week coming up. Let's get back to football. There's something I want to. Touch on real quick, uh, Warren, and I I don't want to get away from this because this is a big deal. I mean, to me, I've watched football for a long time. I'm 57 years old, and I've been running football for almost, I guess, 50 years would would not be a a stretch. And there was a kid, Adam McKinney, that just uh, did an outstanding thing. He broke a new record for the state of Texas in rushing. He rushed for 599 yards on 49 carries. He beat the previous record of 587, which was set back in 1998. And I'm telling you something, Warren, to me, that number is just, I can't fathom that number of getting five, almost 600 yards rushing. That's pretty in good. In one
1: game. Well, he had four touchdowns, and the four touchdown runs were like four yards, one yard, 70 <laughs> yards, and like 45 yards. So he didn't go like 99, 99, 99. Yeah, right. like, it wasn't all like 90 plus yard uh, runs. Do you know the national record? No, I do not. It's like 760 yards in one game. Yeah, one game. Wow. It was in like 1970, though.
0: Oh, is right? Still, okay.
1: 760 that, yards. That is amazing. That's a lot of yards. Yeah, it is. You know, and like the said, season's and, worth.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, <laughs> a lot of the backs would be glad to get that in the season. But that's just an astounding number. I just, uh, I just wanted. And it was, his name was Matt Gaddick. That's going to make sure to get his name out there, McKinney. Uh, running back so we'll see how he does the rest of the year but for one time he's in the record book and I'll tell you what that's that is amazing all right in baseball we talked about the World Series coming up a new hire for the Red Sox they got a coach that's on a team that's going to the World Series the Astros bench coach uh, Alex Cora Warren he's been picked up as a manager got a three-year deal um, he's a 47th individual to manage the Red Sox Can you believe that all the years of Boston around yeah, forty seventh.
1: Hey, he won't last more than four years, max. <laughs> max of four years. I'm serious. Like it's nothing right. against Alex Cora. No, no, I know. Yeah, guy, they just run guys out of town. They do. Fred he, John Farrell won a World Series in 2013, back to back ALDSs. His players get hurt. His pitching gets hurt. Done. Done. Yeah. Last year, okay, they underperformed when they lost. when they got swept by the Indians. This year, David Price was in the bullpen, right? And he was their best pitcher. And it's like, all right. Terry Francona wins two World Series. Yeah. Has a monumental collapse at the end. All right, run him out of town. Thank you very much. Like, all right, let's see how Alex Cora does. Yeah, let's but find it's out. Just like, it's just like such a hard place to uh, manage because of the media and everything. Like, there. everything's scrutinized to, like, times 50. Well, then so, where you think. So what you have done for me lately, and they take it literally there in Boston. Well, but the, I know... The Red Sox had never won back to back division championships. John Farrell did it for them. See ya.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We Wild. talked about that last week about coaches getting the blame, you know, for a lot of things that happen, and a lot of it's out of their control. Players not doing their job, not not performing. Injuries, of course, are always a big factor, and a lot of these coaches, unfortunately, get the axe because of that reason. It has really nothing to do with their uh, ability of coaching a team. It's what happened to the players, but. Of course, they're the leader, leader of the team, so they're the heads, the ones that fall. Now, Cora is a former player of the Red Sox. He played 300 games for them, a little longer than he did uh, second longest. Longest uh, tender with one, one team was with the Dodgers, so he was a player as well, so he's very familiar with Red Sox, so maybe he can figure out up there and keep his job for a little bit longer than everybody else and do good as well.
1: Yeah, maybe in the Mets also named their manager today. It's Mickey Calloway who was the uh, Indians pitching coach. Yeah. So that's I think that's a really good hire for the Mets. He's going to turn that staff around. They had had a lot of injuries. Yeah. And he turned around. He did miracles with the Indians pitching staff like he got Kluber Carrasco. Those guys, Trevor Bauer where those guys were right now as three of the best Carrasco and Kluber two of the top 10 pitchers in the league in the AL. He got them there. So I think he's going to help out the Mets. He's going to be He's going to do well there. And what's with Dusty Baker not coming back uh, to the Nationals? I guess they wanted to change. His contract was up. They wanted to change. Joe Girardi's contract is up too. So the Yankees, who knows if he's going to be back? Um, you would think he would be back. I would think so too. But who knows? He's been there ten years. It's a long time. But Dusty Baker, they, I, I think the players wanted like a younger voice in the in the locker room or something. I don't know what's going on, but. I didn't get to read a story on that. so he, But, but he I know a lot cut. of people were critical of Baker and how he manages in the regular season of letting his starting pitchers throw like 110 pitches every start oh, okay. and have him go way deep. And you're like, okay, look, maybe your players get worn down and that's why they haven't had playoff success. But he's only there for like three years. Right. Um, but it's an interesting, interesting move. It is. And it, it kind of surprised
0: me. It really did. but. I'm sure he'll get picked up somewhere else uh, because he is. To me, I think he's a good manager. Now he he's had some bad luck, obviously, and and again he's coached teams that had been that very hadn't been very good. So he's uh, he can do it when he get, get him the right talent.
1: I think I guess most coaches can do that as well. And I, well, I think this is a big year for uh, Bannister. Like if he has another year like they did this year, I think he's gone. Yeah, because. Uh, they said he got it. You know, he 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 got a pass this year, and I agree
0: with that. Absolutely correct. That yeah, he did get a pass. But, but yeah, I think now. But now they're going to start. Because last year,
1: yep. Remember, they've lost six playoff games in a row. That's right. They were up two zero on the Blue Jays. Yep, and choked. Sure did. Then they got swept yep. by them the exi- the by very Blue next Jays year. Again, right? And yep. they wanted the Blue. They wanted to face them to get revenge on that. <laughs> yeah, see how that worked out. That yeah. didn't yeah. work out well. And then this year, <laughs> he kept saying we're going to. We're, we're better than what our record was. We're better than what our record... No, you weren't. You weren't better than what your record was. You were a bad baseball team. You are a yeah. below-average baseball team this year. And if he's such a great manager, he's got to get these guys to play above their potential. And this year, he didn't do it. And it's going to be interesting what the lineup looks like. We can talk about that next week or a couple weeks... Down the road, Down yeah. the road, but sure. there's some big decisions to be made. If guys have yeah, team options three days after the World Series ends, you got to make those decisions and, like, what they do with Andrew Kashner because he's not going to be a cheap pitcher uh, like he was last year. You're going to need to give him like three years and probably twelve to fifteen million a year. So what do you do? More,
0: and yeah, and, you're, and your pickings for if you need pitchers, which they do,
1: are slim. You're, you're very like, slim. is the best guy, and the only reason they think he's going to come here is because he went to TCU. He's gonna need a little more than just because he's from the area and went to TCU to pitch for the Rangers. Like you're gonna need to, he's yeah, gonna got be – defend his wallet a little bit there. Well, oh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be a hundred million dollar pitcher. Mm. You're gonna need to go five for a hundred at least. Wow, like he's a $20, $25 five million dollar guy a year.
0: It's you know, it's just amazing these uh, contracts are just be handing out to these players, yeah. isn't it, though? I mean, uh, I, it is. in all the sports, not just baseball, no, but ba- look at basketball. Yeah. Some of the contracts are just handed out this year. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, it started this week, and not a good good start for Gordon Hayward. Horrific injury. I didn't see it, but everybody oh, that talked bad. about it said it was something you had to turn away. You just couldn't look at it. He apparently dislocated his ankle and fractured a tibia, so he's going to be out for a while. Or is he going to be out for the year? I don't I know
1: yet. And I think earliest he'll come back is like the middle of April, but. So almost around his, playoff time. His foot was like facing 90 degrees the other way. No, so oh, it, right? was,
0: it was bad. Uh, yeah, I hate to see that. But Anytime it, I see a guy get hurt, especially football and knee injury, I just, I just my well, knee starts hurting. And
1: Kevin Harlan is going on the air. He broke his leg. He broke his leg. He broke his <laughs> leg. Just like. He was in shock. And the only picture you need to know how bad it was is go see the video of the Cavs bench. They are like turning away, running away, just like in horror of it. It was terrible.
0: Yeah, and even King James uh, had a horrific look on his face. Everyone did. It was bad. It was bad. Draymond Green got hurt as well. Hurt his left knee. Chris Paul hurt his knee. Uh, Aguidala is inactive. He has a back strain to start the season. And uh, so not a good start for the NBA. A lot of bad things happening to a lot of people.
1: Well, did you hear about – We've already had two high-profile, you could say, instances uh, or bad occurrences happen. Kyrie Irving yelled at uh, obscenity at a fan. I heard that. Yes, got fined twenty grand for that. Did you see what Steph Curry did last night? I heard about it. Did not uh, go ahead. Tell me, tell the story on that one. Uh, Petulant child, (laughs) twenty-nine-year-old Steph Curry uh, doesn't get a foul called. So, Uh-oh. like anyone who's 29 year old, twenty nine years old, throws a really good temper tantrum, grabs his pacifier or <laughs> mouthpiece, however you want to describe it, and throws it at a referee that didn't make the call. <laughs> threw it at the ref. Wow. He says, I didn't throw it at the ref. Look, you threw it at the ref. It was in his vicinity. <laughs> and he got ejected with, like, a minute left in the game. And then Kevin oh. Durant got ejected with, like, I heard a that minute too, left yeah. in the game for sticking up for Steph or something. I don't know. But then Steph is John leaving the court and Durant is getting heckled by the Memphis fans and is pointing to his ring finger because he got uh, a ring. Good. So then the Memphis fans started ripping him even more for taking <laughs> the easy way out. So the Warriors are golden at one and two so far on the season. Off to a great start. No, and I don't. I don't know. Steph's got to get suspended for a game. Oh, look! Got I know I'm, a, I know I I'm a little biased. I'm not. Yeah, I, I do not like right. Golden. Well, but Le- any player that I don't like throws, Odell Beckham either. You know. You any, know how I feel about any that. player that throws a mouthpiece at a referee should get suspended. If LeBron did that, I'd be saying, look, dude, should be suspended for two or three games. It Here's doesn't this, matter who it is. You're it right. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is. If J.R. Smith did that, J.R. Smith would be suspended a minimum of like eight, like oh, a yeah. minimum, just because his record, like. That doesn't matter. You can't – you're the face of the NBA. You can't be throwing a temper tantrum on the court. And this is the second time he's done it.
0: Yeah, you told me – yeah, you said he that last year. in the NBA year. finals, 2016 yeah. finals. Yeah. Well, look at Marshall Lynch. He got ejected for touching, putting his hands on a referee. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. I know and, and, and I know it's a different sport, then but still. And he got still, suspended. Yeah, he got suspended. And then he, he went he got, in the stands
1: he, to watch the game, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> he got fined, too, I but think. But seriously, yeah. if you're the face of the game, you cannot throw a mouthpiece. You can't throw anything at a ref. You're – Supposed to set a good example for the kids. Seriously, I hear how Steph's such a great role model for the kids and everything like that.
0: Oh, that's really good, yeah.
1: Throwing stuff at a referee yeah. is really going to teach these yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, they learn to be really great he athletes. He should be suspended for the NBA Finals. <laughs> don't suspend him for a game now. Game one of the NBA Finals, suspend him. Wow. <laughs> really stick it to him. You-
0: <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you really feel, okay? Okay. And uh, speaking of that, there's an altercation between teammates. Uh, Nikola uh, Maritich and Bobby Porter's got into a fight uh, in the locker room, apparently, and it was a physical altercation. Uh, it was Nikola got a, got the worst of it. He got a fracture in his face from a punch. He's going to miss a few weeks. you got to wonder what's going to happen there. This is like a month. And yeah, he's well, in they,
1: concussion protocol.
0: Yeah. So that, that's uh, yeah they were it was they said he had a possible concussion at the time I read the story so you got to wonder now what are they gonna what are they gonna do internally for the the Bulls with Bobby Porridge you gonna suspend this they guy they suspended or to make games they, okay they did suspend him, so yeah so Nikola's gonna have to recover and we'll see how that goes when they come back Man, you know it, it's one thing to have a problem with another player that's on another team. But when you get in a fight with your own teammate and actually throw a punch oh, and injure the guy, that's face. horrible. You're yeah, like, break his face. That's horrible. And that goes back to <laughs> back in the days when Roger Staubach got in a fight in the, in the locker room where he got sucker punched in the locker room back in the 70s. That just doesn't happen. And believe me, that guy that did it was gone and out of town probably before the day was over when that occurred. We come back, we're going to talk about the Cowboys in a little more detail. Good, big win today against the 49ers. We expected that, and it happened. That's good. But they got a couple of problems to worry about, and that suspension still hanging there. And we're going to talk about how much longer he's going to be able to play as of right now. We'll do that when we come back. You can call us at 214-817-787-1190 to join the conversation. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be back. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Coach Gary, along with Warren Shore, the Wiz kid. He's uh, double-dutying today as far as being the co-host and the producer as the legendary Ben Martin has taken the day off. Football season continues in full bloom. Uh, the college ranks are really heating up now, and TCU looking really good. We'll talk about more of that in a minute, but I want to talk about the pros. Uh, first of all, got a final score, to The Giants, after winning last week, upsetting the Broncos get beat soundly by the Seattle 24-7, to so they slip back to where they were before, so they only have one win. And this is the team that I had picked to win the division, the Eastern Division. They're not even going to do that. Philadelphia right now, Warren, if you look at it, they're the team to beat in the NFC East, and I think as well as the NFL. I don't know if they're the team to be in the NFL. I mean NFC, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: uh, Maybe. I'm still high on the Falcons. I know they lost last week to the Dolphins. But I still think the Falcons, to me, are the team to be with the okay. but yeah. The Eagles are right up there. Man, who would have thought Carson Wentz, great quarterback? Who yeah. would who would what team would pass on him? Another week? <laughs> another mention of who would pass on Carson Wentz? Man, and who would that be? Oh, you have the Browns. <laughs> Man. By oh. the way, I love the way I lure him
0: into that kind of stuff. No, I didn't. I no. learned I no, learned I, I, I set myself yeah. up for that.
1: <laughs> but it's just like They're good. Like Carson Wentz is great. He really is second year and he's managing the offense. He's got weapons. Alshon Jeffrey's good. Uh, They got, whoever is the running back, if it's Smallwood, LeGarrette Blount. Yeah. They even got Zach Ertz as a really good tight end. Like, they got a lot of weapons. Nelson Aguilar is able to make a play here and there. And they probably had a little concern about him. You know, last year as he started so
0: high, they kind of faded. But a lot of that wasn't his fault. Either. Well, the offensive line last year yeah. was bad. And the receivers were
1: dropping football yes. like crazy. And I think they year, had the record
0: of yeah. most
1: dropped balls. And this year the lines played better. Uh, and absolutely. he's played really well. Tomorrow is a huge game for it them is. against the Redskins. Because the Redskins are looking pretty good, too. Yeah, they are. Like, they're a – Kirk Cousins, like, people need to start rethinking how good a quarterback he is. And and you know the Redskins still talk, like, they, they're they not going to do anything. They're right going to let him go, or yeah. they're, they're going to keep franchising him and pay him, like, just kill the cat. Like, that is mind-boggling. You finally get a guy. You luck into a guy when RG3 gets hurt. And look, Kirk Cousins has his flaws at the beginning, but he's worked his way out of those flaws. Dude's a top 10 11 quarterback in the league. Like, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the league. Oh, there are. He's he's in the top 10. It's Brady and Rodgers at the top. And then after that, it's, it's a, Matt yeah. Ryan. I,
0: who knows? And I, and I well, think, you know, it, J- J- Jameis Winston would have, I, I would, have, would have thought one of those, but he's not having a good
1: year. He's just kind of... He's having a good year, but he's making dumb mistakes. It's like well, it, hot. He's inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Like, absolutely. Ma- like Marcus Mariota's been hurt. He hasn't had the best of year. Everyone is having a – thinking about a big year for him. Like Eric Carr on Thursday night. Yeah. He's having – he was hurt, came back, had a nice game. But before that, he was kind of struggling. He sure was. There's like three really good quarterbacks. I mean, I'm probably – like, okay, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan on that next tier. I'm probably missing a couple more. Drew Brees. Cam and Drew Brees, like those guys, are top quarterbacks. Around Luck, I think I still think Luck's really good when he's healthy. The problem is, yeah, let's talk about that. He's he, not healthy. He, yeah, he hasn't played a game yet, and they he still. He shouldn't. Don't, and yeah, we talked about this. You know, let him let him take the rest of the year well, off. The off offensive at this point. line is awful. Yeah, they gave up ten sacks today to Jacksonville. Oh man, and see, Jacksonville that, yeah. shut him out. Yeah, and see, and if
0: that's Andrew Luck.
1: If he if he's back there, yeah. just recovering from that, he's probably injured again. And Jacoby Brissett looks pretty good. Yeah, like he's. Looks like he's a quality quarterback, but quality quarterback is turning into average. Like you're fine with an average guy, but it's like to get the cream of the crop. Oh, this, It's yeah. like it's like four guys that you're like, yeah. man. If if you need to pick a guy to win a game, oh, Roethlisberger. I was gonna to say, you still put Roethlisberger yeah. up there? Yeah, but okay. I don't put Flacco in there. Flacco's no, yeah, terrible. He's been terrible well, the Ravens, the Ravens ever are, since the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Ravens but have there's been bad really, this year. quarterback, there's a reason why the ratings are down. It's not because the flag or any of that. I'm not trying to get a – It's because the product is bad. Like, there's a lot of games that are bad. There are. Like, the product is just terrible to watch. If you're not in a. The primetime games have been pretty good lately. But you get an. Well, like low- you
0: said last week, they, 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 when you looked at him, you said, "Oh God, you got to be kidding!" But they turned out to be yes, good games. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And but like you knew, Chiefs Raiders was going to be good. But that's always a good and matchup. And you knew like Panthers Eagles the last that's Thursday was going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. But like Giants Broncos, okay, that was a upset. Yeah. I don't think the Broncos are very good now. They lost again today. Yeah, they um, did. The Chargers have shut them out. And and I think. The, the, and the Char- look at the Rams. The Rams are good. Yeah, five and two. now look at the Cardinals. What happened yeah. to them? It's just like, look, you don't like we said at the beginning of the year. You don't know how good your team is until like November.
0: Yep, at the earliest. At the earliest, yeah. And some teams are finding out right now how good they, or how bad they are right now. We're yeah, not even but November.
1: I do feel like though with the Cowboys, you can find out pretty quick if Zeke, whatever the Zeke suspension is, how good they are. Like if he's out for the next six games, you hope they go five hundred. Well, my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong,
0: because I'm a, I am a lot. But he's got till the thirtieth, I think, right? The 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 suspension
1: or the the holdover is till well, the good till the thirtieth. The judge has 30th. until then to to make the final ruling. Okay. The judge was on vacation. Oh jeez. Well, so the the uh, assistant judge or whatever they call the assistant right. judge forget, that is not the terminology. Assistant judge is not the right term. I know, but that's what we'll go with here. Yeah. Um.
0: If we're not lawyers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I live with them. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's right. But uh, um. But so they that he didn't this judge didn't wanted the main judge to hear the case. So he just passed it on to her. She just happened to be on vacation. So now she'll now, hear Now is it. this the one is this the one in New York? Yes. Okay. So then that will be the deciding factor. All right. Whenever that happens, but before the thirtieth. Okay. So he could play Saturday against or Sunday against Washington.
0: I think most likely he's going to, right? Yes. But, yeah. but
1: it will be decided before Halloween.
0: So, okay, then that should be Tuesday, the thirty-first.
1: Yeah, just take the suspension. Now we're looking if he gets suspended six games. We're looking at the second week in December.
0: Yeah, the crucial the month,
1: crucial month. And you're not. This is not. Oh, I'm not playing in the games. This is banishment from the facilities. Yeah, and you can't even talk to your teammates no, or coaches. No coaches. Like right. cannot talk to teammates or coaches. I mean, you're you're on a desert island. I mean, you're yes. by, you're away from everybody. You're if, all by yourself. If they do find you talking to them, there could be additional suspension. So, now like- I saw
0: an interesting article. Let's talk about this for a minute because I, I, Ezekiel was saying that I, if I read the article correctly, he is more concerned. Of course, he's losing a lot of money. He's going to lose a lot of money if he gets a suspension. But the main thing I think that really bothers him. And this is why he doesn't want. They say that maybe they can work out some kind of deal, but he doesn't even want a deal. He wants to either completely abolished, you know, and then says service suspension at all or he's going to have to serve the suspension, but he's worried about the tag of being a woman beater. That's I think, is his main concern. He doesn't want to be labeled that, and he feels that if that suspension gets totally eliminated, that eliminates it, eliminates that tag off of him. I kind of agree with him on this to a certain point. There's never really been any evidence or proof that he did do this thing. It's all been up in the air. It's it's, it's he-said, she-said kind of thing. It's been that way all along though he's still got the suspension. There's a lot of evidence, too. They say that was never uh, displayed or taken to the to Goodall and the group that was uh, studying this thing. So there's still a lot of question marks in this whole thing generally, but he wants this thing co- completely eliminated. I don't think it's going to happen, Warren, because I think the NFL's taken too many black eyes on this subject
1: already, and they're not going to let it happen again. I just think it's too late to clear his name from that. Look, public perception perception is already made up on this. Do you think people see him as a woman yes. beater now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Despite what has been put out yeah, there, yeah, I think okay. so. Because look, they can they have their own interpretation of the That's facts. True. Yeah, like you can read you can read the stuff. Like his, remember, his team put out all those pages that said he liked to party. Yeah. He did this. She got pregnant. She was the reason why that she was pregnant and the abortion and all that stuff. You can make your opinion from that. Yeah. And you can and, make and a, the
0: answers he gave when he was questioned about it. Yeah, th- and look that, yeah. They
1: were not the I'm squeaky clean guy answers.
0: No, they weren't. Like not. if you
1: go read it, it's like, okay, this guy loves to party and he's probably done some wrong like he's probably illegal her. drugs were involved too. Yes. Yep, and absolutely. look, there's a if you like people that study abusive behavior have said there was a tendency that it looked like there was a little abusive behavior going on. Now, like we said, the evidence is shaky. Like there's not crystal clear evidence, but still, public perception—they've already made up their mind.
0: Okay, so if, if I I'll
1: if, say, I'll say this: I was a huge Zeke fan coming out the Ohio State thing, national championship, sure. all that stuff. This stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm taking a step back on Zeke. Like I am, I liked, I like the guy. Now, I don't know if I like the guy. I'm just like, all right, what like, act like a professional, and what you have done so far in the yeah. As your pro career, you have not acted like a professional. You have not handled yourself as a professional. That's right. Dak, on the other hand, got into some problems in college, got in a fight in spring break, had some other things go happen, got a DUI two weeks before the draft. You know what? squeaky clean from what the public's known since he's been in the NFL. He, he hasn't had an incident. No, and he's
0: done the squeaky right things. Clean. He said the right things. I yes. mean, this guy is just, yeah, a total professional. And you're exactly right. Ezekiel's brought this on himself. All the other stuff that that he added to what was already hanging there. I think if he'd have been just staying out of the public during that time, this thing might be seen a little differently. If yeah. He, if he just stayed quiet and stayed in the dark.
1: For sure. You don't need to release all this information about what happened. Like, you're just – Hurting yourself. You like, are. Yeah. I don't understand what his lawyers were thinking on that. And, look, I get it. I get it. A person wants to clear their clear their name. Absolutely. I have no problem with him trying to do that. But I think it's a little too late. And, and don't I bury think, yourself at the same time. Yes, don't bury yourself. <laughs> and public perception is always going to be right. there. And people are not going to change their mind because a Fifth Circuit judge says, oh, the suspension isn't there because, you know what, they could see, like, all right, he's a player on the Cowboys. He's the star on the Cowboys. Right. He's one of the faces of the league. Absolutely, They want him out there. They're going to say that. And you know what? They could be right, but. Okay, so he served, he
0: gets a six-game suspension. Let's
1: say that it holds. He serves it. If
0: he doesn't do nothing else after this, after he serves it, comes back and starts playing and plays like he did today for the rest of the year and from, from now on, he does nothing else, this will be forgotten.
1: Yeah, but he's going to need to have behavior for like, Seven to eight years of well, squeaky clean. I'm whatever, talking. Yeah, but that, he, whatever he's got to do. Yes, he does not need to make another mistake. Right. Like no pulling down another shirt at that's the St. Right. Patrick's Day parade. Don't go into a, a, a hemp store. You know. Well, <laughs> that's whatever. Team. That's the least. I don't of care. The worries. No, but you know what? There's still a perception. I don't give. You know, okay. you can say that, but you don't need to be around beating up a DJ like those yeah, type of things. That's right. Like just stay out of trouble. Stay out of the bars. Good trouble Lord. has been following you lately.
0: Yeah. Just got to be, yeah, act like, a, act like a man, act like a professional, just like like re- the rest of your teammates seem to be doing. So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. As far as we know right now, he will be back next Sunday against the Redskins. They're definitely going to need him, especially if Bailey can't go on next week, and we'll have to keep an eye on that as well. Okay, we're going to take a look at the top 25, the AP, as it uh, didn't change much in the top, especially some bouncing around the bottom. And, of course, we'll have our picks for next week's games as well, and we'll look at what we did this week so far. So, if you want to join us, you still can. 817 214 787 is the number to call. We'll be back right after this.
1: Back to Sports
0: Talk. Welcome back to Sports Talk. Sports talk. I'm your host, Coach Gary, along with Warren Shore, the Wiz Kid, and of course, legendary Ben Martin taking the day off. So, Warren pulling double duty for us today, and doing a great job behind the glass. Before we get to the AP top, Poll Top 25, Warren, real quick, two stories I want to touch on. Don't spend a lot of time on it, but. Good news as far as Tiger Woods is concerned, doctors cleared him to play golf. No restrictions, but there's no time set on his return. But I think it, I would love to see him come back out there and be somewhat competitive out there on the golf course. I think the golf could use a little uh, injection from him
1: being out there, don't a you lot think? A lot of people want him. I Look, do. Driver swing's looking a little like he's hitting a pull cut. So we got to we got to work on that, but. And here's a good story. Here's a happy story.
0: 30-year-old Matt Parsi, I don't know if you saw this. You and, I, you and I like golf. We like to watch and like to play it. Uh, he won the U.S. mid-amateur uh, deal. And it's, is it a big deal? You bet it is because he gets to play now in the 2018 Masters as well as the 28 U.S. Open. He was a mini-tour player, but he dropped out and became a full-time Massachusetts fireman. But now he's back in the swing of things, so to speak, uh, playing in the Masters in the U.S. Open. That's got to be a big thrill.
1: I tried to qualify to play in that event, the, the mid-amp. You? I did. How'd you do? Obviously, I didn't make it well, to the Well, I know that, but I, I, not good. Not good, okay. It was not good. We'll try <laughs> again next
0: year. All right, we'll be watching for you, brother. <laughs> okay, the AP poll, top 25. Here's the the top 10 that we always covered. Now, next is it next week or the week after that they, the playoff poll comes Halloween. out? Halloween. So Halloween, okay. Week. So that be on Tuesday. No, no, 30. no,
1: the week after Halloween. It's the first week in November. Okay, first week in November, so we have that to look
0: forward to. So in the meantime, we look at the AP poll. Number one, no change, Bama. Number two, now Penn State. They had a big win yesterday. Uh, Three, Georgia. TCU won big again. Of course, they... Beat a, a defenseless team. Boy, they beat the crap out of Kansas. I mean, they, they just whipped them up and down They're at number four. Wisconsin hanging right in there at number five. Ohio State creeping back up in at number six. Clemson back up at number seven. Miami at eight. Notre Dame back in the in the top ten. They went from 13 to nine this week. And Oklahoma sitting right there at number ten. One of their notable South Florida team we kind of like to
1: watch. Seven and no at number 17. Well, I think Notre Dame's a team to watch. No one has been talking about them nationally until they just steamrolled North, uh USC See, last uh, night. They are setting themselves up for a shot at the playoff.
0: USC. I, I, we talked about that at the beginning of the season. Talking about know, where they finished last year, that they they were going to be, you know, probably it's a hot and team. cold. Yeah, yeah. But boy, this year they just yeah. yeah.
1: They can't seem to get it straight for week to week. Yeah, but Notre Dame, I'm telling you, watch out. Look, and you're gonna tell them. What happens if a two-loss conference champion is sitting there? Notre Dame lost by one point to Georgia in Week One. Yeah, you're gonna. Who's getting left out? That's a good, it's gonna be the two-loss champion. Yeah, you're right. Like, and
0: Notre Dame's an independent, right? They're still well, independent, yeah. so so they, they're yeah. at the
1: disadvantage out of all the teams. They sure are. But man, you're gonna tell me you're gonna you're you lost one game of the year. It's to Georgia. Right. Who knows? Georgia could be to Alabama, the SEC champ. The, Georgia could be the SEC champion. Very well. Or they could lose in the championship game to a heartbreaker. You, you don't know. That's right. But that only loss will be to Georgia, a pretty good team. Yeah. And then a well, two loss. where they're ranked now, number yeah. three. Well, yeah. they're a good team. Yeah. And then the two loss champion, say it's Oklahoma, loses again. They're going to, Notre Dame's going to get in over Oklahoma, a two loss Oklahoma I would team. think so, yeah. Any two loss Big 12 team, they're going to get in. 2 lost Big Ten team already has shown, look, you can't have two losses and be a conference champion and win. Ohio State had one loss last year and yep. made it. Penn State had two losses, won the conference, you're out. Yep. So the key is lose one game, you're good, lose two, you're done. Yep. And Notre Dame, I mean, Malik Zaire looks pretty good. He's a, He's hot and cold throwing it, but... Well, I guarantee you one it. thing.
0: And this this is my opinion, but I think when this contract is up, they're going to expand this thing, and uh, and I think it's going to go to six to eight games, uh, six to eight teams. I think that's coming. But yeah, uh,
1: but I think Notre Dame too is going to be if they get left out this year with one loss, they're going to have to look hard at joining a conference. You're right. They're going to have to be like, look, we we're not going to make the playoff. As an independent, we just went eleven and one and lost to the number three team in the country by one point. Yeah, see, and back in the day when you didn't have the playoff thing, it was you said by record that didn't hurt. Them. Or in the BCS, say yeah. they were in the BCS, they would be on the outside They'd still be on the yeah, outside looking, looking in now, in, yeah. but they might have a better chance if they ran the table and everything else. Absolutely. So, well,
0: we'll have so it, to watch. They're safe. the team they're, to watch. I they, think uh, that's a good point. And USC, just I just cannot believe what's happened to them. And Texas, let me tell you, that team, uh, they're not winning, but they are playing tough. And they and I'm telling you right now, I am more worried about TCU playing Texas now than Oklahoma. I'm probably wrong feeling yeah, that but, way. But that's a, it's, a, it's a trap game to me.
1: Well, for sure. But we got to stop with the moral victories for Texas. Come on. Yeah. They're 3-4. and four. They should have beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma yeah. State has played two good defenses, TCU and Texas, and has looked terrible. And they lost one of them, and they squeaked by the other one in overtime because Ellinger's a freshman, right? And he's going to be good, but you know what? He made a freshman mistake, and he just lobbed it in the end zone. Thought he threw it out of bounds, like, oh no, like in overtime, he thought he was throwing it out of bounds, just had too much air under it, and the guy picked it off right in the end zone. Jeez, yeah, that's just a rookie. That's a yeah. freshman mistake. So he'll you can correct those. They're things. three and four. Yeah. Three and four. Come on. You would have looked at the Texas schedule and said three and four. Yeah. Get out of here. Absolutely. And Maryland, you lost to them. Maryland's now on their third string quarterback. So whatever their record is, is, is yeah. you can't even say it because their quarterback and tore his put, ACL in and week they, one. And they
0: put 59 points on your butt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we run out of time, let's, let's get to the picture real quick. Uh, this week so far in college, I went three and oh, you went two and one. Uh, right now in the pros, we are both 1-0. We took the Cowboys, still got the Washington uh, Eagle game, and Atlanta and Patriots. And one uh, one note here on this Atlanta-Patriots game, everybody says it's a revenge game. No. To me, it's not. It's a revenge game if you make it back to the Super Bowl and you play each other again. That's a revenge game because your two teams here are totally different, especially the Patriots. They're nowhere near what they were last year. So, this is, to me, it's not a revenge
1: game. I think there's a little revenge to it. Well, the Falcons still have a lot of the same players, and so do the Patriots. But they're, they not, good but they're two different teams. Yeah, they're two different teams, but still, the main guys are still there. That's true. Okay, so. let's go to our picks. Okay, I'll start have? with Oklahoma State at West Virginia. All right, two ranked teams. I'm going to take West Virginia. Golly. Okay. West It's going to be at West Virginia? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go
0: against you on this one. All right. I'm going to take Oklahoma State.
1: Uh, NC State, number 14 at Notre Dame. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Yeah, we'll
0: have to agree on that one. I, seen, I don't see any reason to take – though North Carolina State could pull an upset, but Notre Dame, like you said, they're kind of kind of putting it together. So I'll go with Notre Dame with you.
1: Hottest team in the country, Iowa State, or most surprised team in the country at 5-2, and two, hosting TCU. God, all these games start at 2.30. It's ridiculous. It is. Uh I don't have enough TVs. I'm going to take – I'll take TCU. I do like what Matt Campbell's doing at Iowa State, but – I am going for TCU as well, only because
0: I really want to see this team go undefeated and and, and see them make the playoffs. I yeah. really do. Uh, so I will go TCU.
1: And then Penn State versus Ohio State. I was hoping you were going to bring that oh, one up. Well, of course I was going to bring it. up. <laughs> Saving the best for last. Let's <laughs> oh, okay, not – let's yes. – 2.30 uh, again, another 2.30 start. Um, this is not the week where all the good games are in prime time. I don't think they want to go up against the World Series. No, but good point. Uh Ohio State opens as six-point favorites. Wow. I am stunned by that. I'll tell you what. Wow. I would take, I would
0: take Penn State in the points. Oh, for right sure. Now. I'm going to take Penn State. Darn it. I was hoping you'd go to Ohio <laughs> no. State. What's wrong with you, man? You're no. not supposed to do that. Look,
1: I like, I'm hope, you know, I like the Buckeyes. Is this at, hey, is this at Ohio State or yeah, Penn State? Yeah, it's at Ohio State. But, man, I don't know. Saquon Barkley, <sighs> that dude is incredible. And... I don't know if the Ohio State defense can stop him. Yeah. If JT Barrett can pass the ball like he did against Nebraska, which was the best passing game he's had in two years, then the the Buckeyes got a shot. They need to have the good running game with J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber, which they do have. Right. But Barrett needs to be able to air it out. Yep. And, like, Curtis Samuel – or not Curtis Samuel, he's in the NFL. But Paris Campbell needs to have a good game. A couple other receivers. Uh, Hill needs to have a good game, too. All right. Let's go to the NFL. The NFL, once again, shocking. Not that many great games on the docket. It seems like this is a normal occurrence. Every week, yeah. Every week. But, well, Sunday night, Pittsburgh at Detroit. I'm going to take the Lions. The Lions coming off bye week. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. uh... Uh, Houston at Seattle. Hmm. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Big test, though, for Deshaun Watson on the road going Yes, it will be. Um, You know what?
0: I'm going to get get you on this one, too. I'm going to
1: take Houston. All right. And then the last game will be the Cowboys at the Redskins, 325. So, wrapping up uh, at about 630 next week. Yeah. I'm going to take the Redskins. Well, I'm going to take the Cowboys. All right. I just think, look. Winning division road games at the beginning of the year, you usually always chalk those up for a loss.
0: Yeah, you're usually right, yeah. And, and of course, when you play a division game, you know each other so well, so – you, in 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 any year, you can throw the records out, and you you know you're practically starting at zero zero when you play each other because you know each other so well. But I think the Cowboys, if they can if they can move the ball like they did today, and I know they played a bad team, the Forty ers But if they have any kind of running game like they did today, and keep Prescott on his feet instead of on his backside then I think they got a good shot. But the defense is really going to have to toughen up because they're going to have to make some key stops, and they're going to have to get some turnovers like they did today. It was good to see that happen finally for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, they never get any turnovers. But Washington is playing on Monday night, so they do have a shorter week. Yep. So that does help the Cowboys. But it pretty much comes down to if Zeke plays or not to me. The chances go way up as the percentage of a win if Zeke is playing than if he's not. So I guess by Friday we'll know for sure, huh? I Yeah, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. But, like, seriously, though, Zeke's playing. It's probably a better than 50% 50, 50 oh, yeah. chance they win. Absolutely. I, no one's disagreeing with that. But, like, that the margin is so big. Yeah. When if he's in or he's out. But you can't get like you've done in the last few games where you scored 30 points and you still lose the football game. No, that is for sure. That's that's the thing they really And they're going do. up against a much better offense next week than the Niners. Oh yeah, like, C.J. Beathard made his first NFL oh, yeah. start this year. Like you're not going to get that from Cousins, absolutely. not. And the Redskins have a lot of weapons. The defense is good. It's on the road. Still a tough place to do on the road. You got to put pressure on, and you're your going to need Dak. You're going to need Dak to take another step forward in the air. Yep. Like can he? The biggest problem I have with Dak red this year is his pocket passing. Mm-hmm. He always escapes the pocket too quick. Can he hang in there? And can he? Can he make? passes out of the pocket
0: yeah i guess we'll have to wait and see
1: all right we'll be back next week at the same time
0: six o'clock like we always are right here on 1190 kfxr hope you join us and we'll see how everything went how our picks went so until then have yourself a good week and have yourself a great sports day